because God created us divinely separate. Because our purpose and our intent inside of us and our vessel has a mission. So all of us are designed as a different part of God's body in his intent and divine purpose set apart in our heart. I don't have to seek to be like everybody else. I don't have to be like everybody else. I, it's okay to be me. I might not want to listen to the same type of music. I might not want to be around the same type of people, but I have to understand that it's okay to be different. I might be emotional when other people around me are not emotional. I might be able to laugh at things that other people wouldn't laugh at. I'm just speaking upon the fact that you are different and you was created that way for God's purpose and will for your life, for who you are designed to be in your life. Sometimes we look at people when they talk about what they have, what they acquired in this life and what they're doing. And we get in our mind and in our head, like, why am I not receiving those type blessings? Why am I not getting these type of accolades? God, what is wrong with me? It's kind of it's kind of the conversation we have in our head, even at celebrations. And even when we are in places where we don't understand that these things are not around us to judge us or to bring persecution towards our life to say what our worth and value is. Last week lesson, I was speaking about being posture for God and knowing our value and being assured to know who you are in God. Now, when we talking this week, that value has a lot to play with you setting apart because sometimes when you sell out to be like everyone around you, you become irrelevant or you come less of the value because you don't offer that solemn of who you really are. You don't offer the purity to who you really are and people don't get to know who you are for yourself, for who you really, what you can bring to the table. So sometimes we see, we, we follow the trend of things and it takes away our value and purity of who we are, you know? And we find things, addictions and habits and cultural uh, reflections of things that we adopt and it make us just like everyone else. Well, I'm coming today to tell you that holiness allows me to be separate. Not saying I'm special, it's not saying I'm this, that, and the third, but it is saying that I have value in myself. I have enough self-esteem, enough confidence, enough drive, enough ability to see myself doing things that others might can't see themselves doing. And when I have that, now I can walk in my sonship or my daughtership and who God is calling me to be. So when I set myself aside, now I realize I didn't like hip hop. I just liked the instrumentals. I didn't really like, you know, doing all this other stuff that I adapted to, you know, fighting or whatever, all these things, you know, whatever you adapt to in your community, whatever you adapted to to bring you a sense of I'm like everybody else, I'm okay. It's okay to suffer like everybody else. It's okay to have these feelings. But see, most of us never share the heartfelt feelings of being in that environment. We just adapted. And sometimes when you adapt, you cover the blessing. Sometimes when you adapt to life circumstances in certain cycles of life, you cover the blessing. I hate to tell you this, but you are the blessing you've been looking for your whole life. The person to love you the most 
the person that will be there for you all the time, the person that inspires you to go higher, the person that motivates you when you're in your darkest moments, that's you. That That is you in that dark hour, praying unto God, praying out for help, crying out for help. You have to think about and think about in, in, in consistency of who God has called you to be. Who God has called you to be. That's important to know that you are set apart because I think a lot, a lot of times when we're following God and we're in a household of faith and we're seeking God's face and we're walking by faith and not by sight and, and we're walking this walk, sometimes it can be a little bit fear, fear, fearful sometimes because we feel like I don't have what brother so-and-so got. I don't have what sister so-and-so got. But I'm here to tell you and give you confidence and speak to your heart. You you have it. You have it. It's just in your portion. What God has already put inside of you. From the from the from the foundation. He already placed this inside of you already. When he breathed breath in you, you had it. You didn't you you had it. Don't worry about what people say about looks and financial status and all this other stuff. You have what God needs that's already on the inside of you. So when we're talking about holiness, I want you to pin this thought as well, that I'm worth it, that I'm worth being who God has called me to be. I read to y'all the first scripture I gave to y'all was in um, 1 Peter verse 16. Be holy for I am holy. This is not, like I told you, it's not a reach. We don't have to try to strive to be what God has already called us. We just have to accept the fact that we are set apart. We are set apart for a reason. Because when you're set apart, you're able to think clear. When you're sober-minded, you are able to think of things that you normally don't fathom in your process of thinking. So when you're in a place where you can set yourself aside, take time for your mental progression, you allow stuff that you never even thought about before to come to you and set and rest in your heart. You know, And allow God to work on what, what was broken or what's damaged or what's flawed of what you didn't really understand. And this only happens when you take time for yourself and seek yet the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things are gonna be added to you. When I say that, I'm not talking about wealth, materialistic things. I'm talking about your soul of salvation being given unto you. We speak that in blessing form, but reality, I need to have a mind of wealth before I receive wealth. I need to have an understanding of stewardship before I'm blessed with things that's monetary. For I know that these things won't corrupt what I have in me. And that's part of our deliverance. So while we're talking about this, I want you to also take note to the scripture that I'm going to give you right now. And it's Timothy 2, 20 through 22. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared for every good work. Why would I read that scripture right now? We're talking about being, you know, being holy. Because once you're set apart, you can focus on the things that in your life that God can use in you. See, most of the time when we we walk around in conviction and not deliverance is because we're holding on to things that we've done, sins that we have uh, adapted to our life, let's say that's culture. Things that we allow in our spirit to be our clutch, whether it's hurt, shame, 
things that we just ain't forgave people about or things that we think people should be punished for. And we carry these things or these vices a part of us when we go in before God and trying to get understanding of who we are. But I'm telling you, beautiful, that we have to understand that we were created for a divine purpose. And God has enough grace and mercy in, in him to heal anything that we're dealing with. But when we're dealing with these vices, it's hard to see self-value. It's hard to see who I really am because I'm looking at a, a now circumstance and I'm looking at where I came from. And when I look in the mirror, I don't see enough in my eyes to convince me that I'm worth the promise of the Lord. But I'm telling you, you are the apple of God's eye. You are his rose of sharing. These are the things we say and to encourage us to expound upon our hearts to tell us that there's more to come in us. Because you have to know in your heart that you're worthy. You got to understand the reason of this holiness separation before this world is that I don't adapt and culturalize pain, anger, and rejection. And I don't let that be my norm. You know, a thing that I realized in, in just living life and, you know, just moving throughout life, working in different circles and being different places and experiencing life in different ways, that some people sympathize with culture hurts as it's a reward or it's some place that I got to be, you know, like the struggle conversation with those who are struggling will say, man, I can't wait to a day I can get enough money. Man, I work so hard, man. I try to be what I need to be for my family. You know, I'm, I'm speaking this in hurt. I'm speaking this as a cultural fad, but I don't see myself because if you saw yourself, you'll see that I'm complaining about grace. I'm complaining because I haven't mis I mismanaged my blessing. Earlier, I told you what you cover up with cultural norms is a blessing. Who you really are is a blessing. But if you take the, the eyes of the wicked and you take the eyes of holiness, you're never going to see that you're blessed. You're going to always see levels of judgment from TikTok, from social media, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're at. You're going to look at it through someone expressing their blessing or whether it's true or a lie, you're taking it verbatim into your spirit of thought and you're judging where you're supposed to be at in life, which is hindering your progression of faith to see yourself in a different situation. So when we talk about setting ourselves apart, I'm not of this world. I am not of this world. Although I'm in it, I'm not of it. I don't allow it to consume me. Simple things in life can consume those who are trying to find God in them. You don't need to find God anywhere else, but in you. Who do I need to find God in? A church, a pastor, a leader? No, I need to find God in me. I need to find him in me. I need to find him in my hurt. I need to find him in my pain. I need to find him in my mind. I need to find him because when I find who he is to me, oh, oh, oh. In him I live, move, breathe, and have my very being. I know now I'm activating the power of glory in my soul. Now I have something to put before me. I have vision. I have desire. I have hope. I have things in me that's dead that need to wake up. 